Welcome to the Leadership Launchpad Project, where purpose-driven leaders unite to change the game of life and business forever. Here are your hosts, Susan Hobson and Rob Kalvaroski. Welcome to the Leadership Launchpad Project. I'm Rob Kalvaroski. On this week's episode, George Wright III, the CEO of G3 Worldwide and the host of the Daily Mastermind Podcast, joins the show. George shares why mastermind groups are vital to growth, the keys to scaling a business, and mindset tips to keep you performing at your best. Wherever you're listening to Leadership Launchpad, just search for the Daily Mastermind Podcast and hit subscribe there. If you go back in the archives, I actually appeared on that show in August, so you can go back and check that one out as well. And for more from George, head on over to dailymastermind.com for all of his stuff. We at Elite High Performance specialize in building high-impact leaders that turn their teams into happy high performers who crush their goals. So if you're interested in any of that, one-on-one leadership coaching, group corporate leadership coaching, burnout, emotional intelligence, and more, head on over to elitehighperformance.com for all of that. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for sharing it with leaders in your life. And here's the interview with George Wright III. We are back. Welcome to the Leadership Launchpad Project. I'm Rob Kalvaroski. And as always, the yang to my yin is here, Susan Hobson. Susan, how are you? I'm excellent. I'm fabulous. I'm firing on all cylinders. So let's go. Let's get this party started, shall we? Absolutely. And as always, we have to start off with a quote. And I have one here from Napoleon Hill, the author of Think and Grow Rich. And he says, the mastermind principle consists of an alliance of two or more minds working in perfect harmony for the attainment of a common definitive objective. Success does not come without the cooperation with others. Oh my gosh, teamwork makes the dream work, right? Absolutely. And obviously I had to pick that quote because our special guest, the host of the Daily Mastermind podcast and the CEO of G3 Worldwide, George Wright III is with us. George, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. And I was saying that same thing. I'm like, man, I love that quote. It's like the whole like a fuel behind what I'm doing. So thank you for that. That's awesome. So happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Let's start there. Yeah. You go ahead, Rob. No, no, no. Let's start there. Like, tell us a little bit about what you're doing with the Daily Mastermind. And yes. I know you have some groups as well. So tell us about those. You know, what's what's crazy is, you know, I'm 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 getting a little older now, and my kids remind me of that every day. In fact, I've got this <laughs> this I've got this mug now that says I'm the boss. And I can't figure out if that's sarcasm or if they're actually finally getting it. I think it's sarcasm, but um, <laughs> they, I like to I like to think I run the house, but um, you know, it's funny because I've been a serial entrepreneur my whole life. I own several companies, all stuff that I have passion in, whether it's nutrition, apparel, marketing. But um, most of the stuff I've done has been my own businesses. And it wasn't until about three, four years ago, I started the Daily Mastermind. And I did, as I started to evolve into knowing that mindset is such a huge piece of business, I started it as a passion project. And it was really because, you know, when I was young, my dad gave me a copy of Think and Grow Rich. Uh, Napoleon Hill 101. And, you know, the mastermind itself, the idea that I've been successful throughout life because, you know, I've coordinated with other people that know what they're doing, whether it's mentors or whatever. And so I started that dealing mastermind as 
what I needed. It was for what I needed. It was a daily dose of inspiration, motivation, and education so that I could keep my mindset right, keep going, keep moving. And so started a podcast, you know, hundreds of thousands of downloads later, there we are. But it, it really evolved out of being, you know, a salesperson, then a manager, then a CEO, then a leader, then owning my own company. Um, and and now I'm just trying to give back. So it's kind it's kind of it, it's it's been an evolution for me. Um, but the mastermind is absolutely one of those central principles to to growing up and and becoming more of a leader in business. And I'm curious, have you always been an entrepreneur? And I love to ask my entrepreneurs this question. Do you feel like entrepreneurship, like you're born for it? Or do you feel like it's something that can be taught as a skill set? Well, so that's, I got a kind of a couple answers for that. I always feel like I've always been an entrepreneur because even as a little kid, I mean, I was doing all the little hustles. I was doing all the little side gigs. I mean, I'd I'd buy the box of gummy bears at at the store and sell them at school and like, you know, lemonade stands, everything else. Like I, I used to do all that. Now, I believe I probably did a lot of that because my dad was kind of an entrepreneur. And so I think you you kind of mirror your environment. Um, and so I, I don't think you're necessarily born with it, but I think you 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 develop a desire to do what you want to do. And I had a desire for, you know, business and things like that. I think nowadays, People are starting to realize that you can just have a desire to do what you love. And if you can learn the business skills around it, you can be an entrepreneur. So, um, you know, it, it, it takes grit, it takes discipline, it takes all those kinds of things. Um, but those are all things that can be learned too. And it really just is going to mirror the size of your vision because when you want it bad enough, you can figure it out. So, yeah, I don't think you're necessarily born a salesman, born an entrepreneur, um, but I think how you live your life will develop you into someone that will either want that skill set to, you know, follow your passion or or not, you know, and not everybody is an entrepreneur. Not everybody ha- is cut out for it either. So got to really have a high tolerance for risk if you're going to oh, be yeah. an entrepreneur and a, and a peak <laughs> desire for freedom and autonomy. You've mentioned mindset a couple of times already right off the jump. And I have to ask, as I find with my entrepreneurs, they get introduced to the whole concept of mindset a lot sooner than my corporate leaders do. How far along the way in your entrepreneurial journey did you actually discover this whole concept of mindset and the power of it? So, you know, I I think because of, you know, my upbringing, I've kind of always been interested in personal development, you know, personal development, meaning you know, motivating and, and, you know, good books and, and things like that. So I had this basic knowledge of personal development in business, but I was really focused on business. Um, but as I grew my businesses, because I was driven by sales and, um, you know, income and lifestyle and the better the lifestyle I got, for all intents and purposes, I was extremely successful in all those ways. Um, but I still felt something was missing. And, you know, I wasn't necessarily happy and fulfilled as my entrepreneurial journey grew. Um, and there were a couple of things that happened. But at, at, at the end of the day, as I evolved in business, I realized and, and met some interesting people like T. Harvey Becker from uh, who wrote The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, Tony Robbins and others. And I realized that um, actually some pretty interesting stories, but I realized that this trouble that I might be having and other people might be having is um, is, is in their mindset because I, you know, I, and I graduated to this, my favorite, favorite quote is by Jim Rohn, which is success is not to be pursued. It's to be attracted by the person that you become. And I knew that personal development would help me become more fulfilled, happy, 
but I knew that what I was achieving in my life was a direct result of my mindset. And so I learned that from individuals and from experience at the same time. And I've just gotten to the point where I realize it is the difference maker big time. Who are you becoming, George? Best version of myself, man. Best version of myself. I've got, uh, and, and what's funny is I've got this future vision of who I am and I'm trying to aspire to be that. Like Ed Milet says, I'm happily achieving, but I'm blissfully dissatisfied. Um, so I, I'm, I, I'm trying to achieve that, but that, that, that target continually moves because as I grow more, I realize that I have more in me, and so it's constant. I'm constantly chasing the rabbit. You know well, what I mean? Well said. Well said. And in terms of mindset being the difference maker, that's what I want to really hear more about. Obviously, we concur. But what's your perspective on that in, in terms of why it's, it's such a game changer? Well, so so I have an interesting story on that. I'll tell you. I haven't shared this actually with very many people. But so I used to do events all over the world, um, real estate, uh, stock investing, asset protection, tax strategies and things like that. I started one of the largest uh, online stock investing um, you know, companies out there, education companies were bought by TD Ameritrade a while back for just hundreds of millions of dollars. And so I was doing all this financial education stuff. That's the stuff I grew up doing, selling financial education, business, marketing. And I was doing this event out in Asia. We had probably 3,000 people in Singapore. And it was an event with T. Harvecker. And I was backstage. And so Harvecker does personal development seminars, also does a whole bunch of other education around you know business as well. But I was looking out there and it was always fascinating to me because these it'd be like 3,000 people speaking Chinese, but listening in headsets and he's doing an English. Talk. Always fascinated me that personal development was universal worldwide, right? Mm -hmm. But I remember asking him, and it's not that I hadn't caught on to this, but it really clicked at this moment, which is why I remember this story. I used to look out and say, you know, why is it that thousands of people can learn the same financial business success strategies and some be successful and not others. And I remember, you know, Harv kind of would say, he says, it's because the difference is your inner world is what creates your outer world. It's the roots that create the fruits, right? Everybody's chasing the fruit, the success, but they don't realize that it's your inner world that's creating that. And that's your mindset. You know, your thoughts create your life. And so that's when I kind of built, started building the Daily Mastermind. I realized that if you could have the inner world and the outer world, the, the mindset and the strategies, you'll be more successful. Otherwise, I, I, I had people that were learning massive, you know, successful real estate strategies, stock investing strategies, asset protection, and they wouldn't do it or they wouldn't get it. And, they, and because of their confidence, they wouldn't apply it. I mean, you can learn a skill, but if you don't apply it, you're not going to make it work. And what makes you apply it is your belief, your confidence and all that mental game and so I've really seen it. You know, we've trained millions of people around the world. I mean, in 2007, eight, we saw a quarter million people alone just those years live. And so I see people learn the same skills and have the same opportunities, but not do it. And it's almost always because they get held back by these limiting beliefs. And so that's why I believe it's become such a big deal. And as you get older, you know, you, you start seeking fulfillment more and happiness and those kind of things. And I think even right now in our economy and in our marketplace, post-COVID and whatnot, people are more aware of whether they're happy or not. And happiness is just a state in your mind. It's not a, a thing, right? Like you can be happier, like when you go to Switzerland or you hang out in Fiji or whatever, but it, it ultimately it, it's it's a state you can create right now and it's all in your mind. So anyway, that's, that's some of my take on it and some of my uh, crazy stories, you know? 
So how do you start creating happiness and fulfillment? Well, I mean, I think it's a decision, number one. I think, um, you know, over the last like 20, 25 years, I've tried to kind of coordinate everything I felt are principles and foundational things. That's why I created that poster um, uh, that I created that 12 prosperity pillars poster that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and and all it really, I mean, I didn't create any of it. I just put it together, but it's things like I create my life. I take personal responsibility. I act in spite of my mood, but I, I, I choose to be happy is one of them. I think if you make the choice to be happy, then you build and design your life that way. Now, when I was, when I was selling and doing really successful in my twenties, you know, making a couple hundred thousand a year and stuff, I, I thought I was chasing these things to be happy. And then I realized I'm still not happy. And so I started thinking, well, I'm just going to live and do things that make me happy. And that, that, that really wasn't doing it either. But I've kind of gotten to that point now where I realized that personal growth, um, doing things that give back, that fill my passion and all those kind of things I can still make money on, those create more happiness in my life. And so I really believe you've got to create a life that, that fulfills areas of your, that make you happy uh, after you've made that decision, right? But you have to make the decision. You, you, gotta, you gotta know it's not some destination you're chasing. Uh, it's like that quote I kind of mentioned a minute ago is, it's not about achieving happiness, it's happy, happily achieving. And if you can adopt that mindset, you know, life just becomes way different. Amen. Please <laughs> preach on it because this obviously is what we're all about here at the Leadership uh, Launchpad Project. So I have a question for you as somebody who seems to be so expertise in the financial mindset aspect of the mental game. We know what we're seeing out there working with our leaders in the trenches right now because of the economic pressure, shall we say, globally right now in the landscape. Mm-hmm. And we feel like, yeah, we're the point of frustration for us is seeing all these leaders who are really pulling the emergency brake, not even because of the reality of the impact, but because of the forecasting of all that terrible time that lies ahead. So what would your advice be to those leaders out there who are pulling the emergency brake now, right right now, because of all of that, which we're seeing in the news, right? All that doomsday and that fear mongering, which obviously has a big impact on our mindset. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's a perspective, number one. I think um, even people that are pulling back the brakes or, or hesitant know, and they've heard that even in the worst of times, some of the greatest successes were created. So if you know that, then why are you worried? Well, I think it's because they haven't made a decision yet that they create their life and Mm. that uh, their circumstances don't create their life. And so when you realize that, you realize that you can impact the world around you, but you can only control the world that you control. So so, Mm. yeah, so you, you have to make those decisions. And then I think at the end of the day, you know, you, 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 I, I think that, Fear and worry and uncertainty only come from people that don't have a clear vision of what they're doing or where they're going. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a clear vision, you know, you're know you uncertain what's going to happen financially because you probably don't have a financial plan. I'm not saying you don't have a lot of money in the bank, but if you know that you're managing your finances, you have a plan, you're working forward and, and, and you're running a business and you're trying to do that, you can have control, you can have confidence in your ability to create certainty in an uncertain world. Because you'll never, mm. you'll never change the world, but and we both we crave both certainty and uncertainty, right? Six, mm-hmm. you know, uh, human needs. Uh, Robbins talks a lot about, and others. Um, we need both. But I believe that as an entrepreneur, 
your success is in direct proportion to your ability to handle uncertainty. And the way you handle uncertainty is to create certainty in your world. So you may not control your income, but you can control your activities and you know your activities in certain areas will help create income. Um, you may not be able to control the people around you, but you can control where you put your time, um, who you surround yourself with. So creating certainty helps you to feel more comfortable about the future and having a clear vision will help you do that as well. And so that's that's just what I try to teach and and influence, whether it's my kids or business partners or anything. It's Let's do what we can do uh, to make sure that we create certainty in our world, and, and we're not we're not living by all this stuff you hear, you know. So, and the people <laughs> yeah. you surround yourself with will help you to feel that way. Because when you're around people like you guys, like like listen, you know, I, I spent some time with Rob before. It's like I I know he thinks differently. I don't I don't get worried about the fear or not lack of confidence type stuff when I'm around him. So, it's 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 just what you do to create your life. The law of association. Yeah. Who's- who was that again with the law of associations? Was it the Jim Rome? Is like was it Jim Rome? Yeah, the yeah, average of the five people you yeah. spend the most time with: average yeah. happiness, ha- income, weight, even yeah. right. Yeah. Like yeah. back to the power yeah. of belief and mindset. Right? It's like mm-hmm. that stuff is contagious because that state <laughs> don't lie. And that really yeah. Well, is. if you're around any you know high end masterminds or really successful people. You realize very few of them are like, oh my gosh, we've got to just cut back and pull the brakes and we might want to kind of regroup and hold our cash for the next six months. No, they're like, bro, strike while the iron's hot, you know, let's go, you know, let's interest rates are up, but that's okay. You know, we, you know, this, we, we shift our strategy during these markets. So yeah, Mm, I agree. Possibility thinking in those rooms really is what you want access to folks. Tell our folks though, for everybody listening out there, because I kind of feel like Sure, we're in the know because we probably all at this point been in several masterminds along our leadership journey, right? But for mm-hmm. those in our audience who don't know about a mastermind and the value of being in a mastermind, can you speak to that for a second, please? Yeah, I mean, look, uh, Think and Grow Rich is one of the most sold and read books of all time outside the Bible for a reason. Mm. It's not because it's a cool story. You know, it's because yeah. it's success principles over time over and over and over work. And it's all founded upon the principle of the mastermind, which is two or more minds working in a spirit of harmony to accomplish a common goal. Um, So if you feel like you're on your own, that's why you're worried. That's why you're scared. That's why you're all that. When you surround yourself with the right people, you not only can increase your confidence, but you increase your belief because you get things like belief transference. So take finances, for example. If, if you knew nothing about real estate and I put you in a room with multi seven, eight, nine figure real estate experts that said, listen, this is what we do in this market with this strategy on this thing. And we make this kind of money. Let's go do it. And, and you're doing that kind of stuff. Do you think you'd be more confident even if you didn't know real estate? Yeah, of course. So in a mastermind, you get knowledge, but you get this belief transference and then you get this intangible benefit, this attraction of you know, a third mind, they call it, uh, which is, you know, that that law of abundance, law of attraction, that um, spirit of harmony where others are trying to help you. You just don't get that in your job. You don't get that in your work. Everybody's out for themselves. In a mastermind, people come with a completely different intention. So whether that's a mastermind like we're doing right now, where we're just yeah. getting together and sharing ideas, or you're listening to podcasts or you're doing that, 
you know, if, if you're fortunate enough that you can find a mastermind, like, you know, like leadership, um, you know, then you embrace it and what you put into it, you get out of it and, and you get a huge, huge benefit. Um, and you're not doing it on your own. You learn things quicker. You also get the experience of other people in a mastermind. They're going through a problem. You can learn from that before you go through the problem. So <laughs> there's so many benefits. I can't even, you know, list them all. But if you've been in a mastermind or you've been around them, you know. And and if you know, yeah. you know, right? <laughs> we call them our locker rooms, which I think yeah. you'll love you'll love, obviously, right, George? Because that really mm-hmm. speaks to this whole metaphor of you know, being in that type of think tank or in in terms of that type of environment of excellence, right? Like it really has a powerful backdraft on your motivation and your confidence and all these things that really are responsible for helping you realize your potential. In all the guests you've had on your Mastermind podcast show, what has been the best transference that you've experienced from a mindset perspective here in 2023? Oh, man. Um, you know, I tried it with my podcast because I really believe, you know, uh, my, my holding company, the evolution group, the whole mantra behind it is mind, body, money, business. I feel like you need all those pillars in your life. Um, cause you could be make you could be doing great in business. If you're not managing your money, you're struggling, you could be doing great with mindset. You need some of that. Um, but I've been around, you know, and by the way, the common thread with all of them is mindset. I can tell you that the the nine-figure real estate, stock, uh, crypto guys all think differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, and most of them that do any kind of education, if they do education, they always start out with building a mindset because you can't have good investing um, strategies without a solid mindset as an investor, you know, and things like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know that I can necessarily pinpoint any one, although I, I do think that there's there's a common theme that a lot of them have, which is, you know, say yes and then figure it out. As one I, I kind of just, just recently, That's such a I, good one. Yeah. they all say it a different way, but, mm-hmm. but most people get caught up in trying to figure it out. Analysis and you, paralysis. A hundred percent. And it's a confidence thing and it's a self, you know, doubt thing. But, yeah. but I think when you just make a decision to say yes and figure it out, you'll figure it out. And that's a common mental theme of all types of people I've talked with in finance, business, fitness, and whatever. They're like, we're just going to do it. And we're gonna figure out how to do it. Not, yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. Because the other thing is most people don't realize, you know, your, your, your confidence and belief come from your actions. But if you wait for your actions, you're never going to get it. You'll never start. It's just this rut that people are in, you know. Mm-hmm. This magical thing happens when you throw yourself forward. <laughs> yeah. Legs catch yes. you, right? Yes. Yeah, this is what I love about being in a locker room with all my athletes on my bench. We're all athletes, yeah. high, high performance athletes in our background, right? But I think yeah. like to me, that's that's what I love most is uh, about being in that environment with that type of mindset because we all joke about because we're scaling hard right now, right? But there's so much that we're figuring out on our skates going full speed ahead. And thank gosh, we all have that background because we're comfortable with that. We're comfortable yeah. with being in real time, high pressure, high stakes, game-like situations where you just have to think fast on your skates, right? But yeah. there's a, a, a an amazing amount of self-trust that comes when you actually have that type of relationship with yourself. And I think that's really the power of what we're speaking about there, right? Is like the courage that you can have when you trust yourself to make decisions and then just figure out how you're going to do it after the fact. Yeah. 
you almost do anything when you have that type of mindset, right? Yeah. And, you know, like anything else, you have to understand what holds you back because I think most people that I come across, I'm sure you, you would agree, both of you, is that, you know, they, they know they need confidence. They know, need to, they know they need to act. They know they need to act. They're just not acting. So what is holding you back? And a lot of times um, people have to understand, for example, I just talked about this the other day with one of my high-end mastermind um, clients. Uh, I do. I only do CEO mentoring for a few people, but this guy owns you know, dozens of franchises, he owns tons of real estate. And um, at all levels, people struggle to take action. But I, I, I mentioned to him, I says, look, you have to understand the difference between confidence, self-doubt, and self-worth. Some people struggle from different things, right? So you think it's confidence. Most people just think they're struggling with confidence, but it might not be. It might be self-doubt because confidence just comes from your actions over time. You believe more, so you get more confidence. But self-doubt and self-worth, those are different things to deal with. But when you break those apart, you can figure out what the real thing is that's holding you back and you can deal with it. Because you have to deal with confidence is not, you just have to act and you can start to grow your confidence. But self-doubt or self-worth, I mean, that that takes a little bit different approach. But you got to figure out what's holding you back. Because if you know you got to take action, we all do, um, what's keeping you from doing it? Because that's, that's the difference. That's the real nugget, right? is we all have these beliefs that are like, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not accepted, I'm not, all these things. We have them. Everyone has them, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, as we dig into self and start developing that trust, we can start to release those beliefs. And that's the switch, right? And we Uh talked about this on your show for my journey where it was like, it took me three and a half years to go from suicidal to a new job and on a dead stage and getting married and moving to another country. Right. Yeah. It's like, that's the power of starting with the mindset is like, yeah. And like Susan and I, like with, with the leadership stuff, like we've been creating stuff on the fly. We'll, we'll say yes. Like it's just who we are. And it's like, I have trust. I'm like, my my mom was so worried about me moving to Costa Rica, and I was like, "I got a credit card. I'll figure it out. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Whatever." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's figureoutable, mom. Up these and days. down. Yeah. These days. <laughs> George, how do we compel folks to go on that journey of like really being courageous and looking at themselves in the mirror? Ooh. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, you know, nothing's going to nothing's gonna convince people to do the deep work until they make the decision. But I do think um, one of the powers of having a mastermind, a coach, a mentor, anybody you're talking to, or even just learning and self-growth, the, the commitment to lifelong learning and personal development is that you begin to break things down. And when you can break things down and understand them a little better, you can get a little more comfort level of moving forward. You know, take Take confidence, for example. You can tell people, yeah, just, you know, the more you do, the more you learn, the more confident you'll get. And they're still like, ah, I'm scared. But but you can break it down for them and say, look, like I've always had like two or three hacks for confidence for myself. And that is one, you can increase your confidence immediately by learning more about what you're doing, right? You you, you increase your, your, your actual skill level, you'll be more confident. Rehearse, practice, you'll be more confident. If you don't like speaking, practice, you'll be confident. But then you can also leverage the idea of your past already that no matter what you've done, you've always figured it out. And so if 
Rather than worrying about creating confidence in doing something, you can bring confidence in yourself that you will figure it out. You shift the, the fear or, or, you know, the, the, the last one is just, just believe you have intrinsic value and your self-worth your is not based on everything else around you. So when you start to break those little things down for people to go, yeah, you know, you're right. Let me move forward. I can do some stuff. And then they start digging in because nobody just decides one day, I want to like go do this deep work. Um, <laughs> but, but once they jump in the pool, they better be dog paddling, you know I mean? Like something better be moving. And so the key is just to get them to get their foot in the door. And once they do, I think it, you know, you learn, you grow, you feel better about yourself. It's it's funny because I used to, so I used to do all this real estate and stock education and things like that. And people would, you know, invest money to learn like you would when you go to college. And they would always come back and be like, ah, it never worked for me. Or I, I didn't, I didn't make, write any deals. I didn't get any real stuff. I was like, well, did you write any deals? Did you make any offers? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, <laughs> but you would take the same person and pepper personal development with it. And they would come back and say, man, I, you know, I learned these principles, but I really haven't taken the initiative and done it yet. So I know it's me. I'm going to go do it. And then they would go do it. And then they would see success because it's not a freaking silver bullet. It just, you got to move. And I think that mindset piece, the more you're around it, the more you're exposed to it, the more you're willing to do the work because you see, you feel, you get results in your life. And really, we're all just looking for emotions that's what we're doing. Like we don't want the car, the job. It's, it's because we want to feel better, look better, be validated, get love, whatever it is. And you can create those right now, but it's, it mostly all lives up here. Right. So you just have to prioritize that. I think when people start though, that journey, they, they sort of become addicted to what they oh, can yeah. really do, what they can really do in their life. And they think, wow, this is cool. I didn't realize my whole life. I could have been like, you know, Drive on my own self-worth and my own mm. success, right? <laughs> this is great. <laughs> addictive, you know, yeah. once you actually step into your power, it becomes addictive. Because you also see results. That's right? the thing, right? It's like, you know, once you get a detraction with doing that work and doing that work in a consistent way, because motivation will get you going, but consistency keeps you growing, right, gentlemen? Yeah. I feel like that's Jim Rohn, too. Yeah. Uh, but this is where I want to go with you in terms of that discipline, right? In terms of that inner work, what is one habit of behavior from a mindset perspective that you engage in every single day in your self-leadership? I feel like you've been around some of the best minds. You're a hyper successful, uber successful entrepreneur yourself. What is one non-negotiable habit that you engage in every single day? from a mindset perspective? Well, I mean, you, you, look, you hit it right on the head. Like my biggest recommendation whenever I talk to anybody I'm around, whether they're working with me, for me, or around me, is you got to have daily rituals um, because they'll take over when your motivation isn't there. Motivation is very, you know, short-lived. Mm -hmm. and, and, and those rituals will create disciplines, right? And habits and mental discipline. But believe it or not, um, my biggest habit for me, for the mindset, is working out. Um, I, I know that when I move, you know, emotion creates emotion, creates energy, creates mental. So some people, but I always tell people, I say, you need to identify instead. Don't take Tim Ferriss's top five things he does and duplicate them or Tony's top five or whatever. You know, take this list, find the couple things that impact you the most. So some people it's journaling in the morning. Some people it's meditation. I, in the morning, I have my morning rituals and my evening rituals. I just try to bookend the day. Um, so I always do mind, body and spirit in the morning. Like I always work out 
I started to try to meditate, but I just couldn't wake up. I wasn't going. I would meditate, work out, and journal. And now I kind of do it a little differently. I just got to get moving. And if I work out, my mindset's coming back in. I come back to a little small meditation. I'll usually journal out a couple things. But that's the three things happens in my morning no matter what. Like I don't take calls, do meetings, or anything till my personal growth time is over in the mornings. I, I feel like if you win the morning, you win the day. And so I just, I've adopted that and I will never let that compromise. Even if I'm out till like all hours of the night, I will not start my day till I get that started. And it's usually starts around five or six. So. <laughs> Love it. The way you start your day is the biggest predictor of how that day is going to play out. Right. Cause like you really yeah. do set the wheels in motion from a state perspective. Sorry, Rob. Yeah. No, I wasn't going to say anything. It was just uh, another another fellow early morning riser. <laughs> yeah, and, and but let's be clear. I hate getting up early. Like I am not a morning person at all. Um, but you know, you do what you got to do, right? You act in spite of your mood. Um, and so I don't like getting up. But I know if I start working out and I move, I will be so. And by, I mean, I'm always glad I did. Um, and some mornings is tougher than others. I give my credit just for showing up, right? 90% is just showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take the W regardless. Um, and, and I think that's another thing people do. They don't do enough of. Um, look, if it's all about mindset, then really the secret is to train your mind, right? You're not your mind. Your mind is just a tool. Problem is most of us get driven by our tool. Like, you know, it's like people, you're going to be influenced one way or the other. So you have to learn to train your mind. And I believe you have to train it to recognize success. And when you do, so most people will be like, ah, you know, I didn't work out. Well, they're not focused on, they worked out three days. They're focused on the two they didn't, or Mm -hmm. they go in and say, I need to lose weight instead of like, I'm here, I'm working out, you know, they're not recognizing the wins. And when you can train your mind, it's not just about recognizing the wins. When you train your mind, to recognize success, your mind will attract success. And so I just think, I just think that's what it is. So I try, it's hard. Look, it's a daily battle. I'll be like, ah, like it's a horrible (laughs) workout or this and that. But, um, but, but I got to daily rituals, keep me on track to remind myself to recognize those wins and train my mind to be success focused. So you got that huge uh, coffee mug. So (laughs) You can get rolling in the mornings. Yeah, believe it or not, I've got water in it this morning. I'm 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 trying to cut my caffeine intake back, but uh, yeah, yeah. You really can't tell at all, George. <laughs> I I, uh, I definitely I'm, I'm not a proponent of caffeine, but it's definitely a fuel for the entrepreneur. I can tell you that. <laughs> yes. That's right. Well, so I, I had to tell, I don't know if I told you this last time, George, but uh, I live like there's a coffee farm, like literally like 50 yards that way. Really? So my neighbor is, is a coffee farmer. So it's amazing. Uh, the whole area you walk down the street and you see oh like, wow red berries and stuff so it's 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 wild <laughs> that's legit yeah no it's one of the reasons why you know following my passion i own a nutrition company and uh we've been looking at offering some like organic coffees and stuff like yeah. that like i just try to like find whatever i'm doing and i love and and you know incorporate it into my life because then i don't have to be like i work and i try to have a life and this it's like it's all my life and i enjoy it but coffee, man, that's uh, that's like highly consumed uh, in, in life. But you know, it's funny you you live in an amazing area, so you know, oh, yeah, people are jealous of that. <laughs> George, we got to ask you this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is our big question that we love to ask folks: is what do you want your legacy to be? 
so uh, my kids, um, you know, I, I used to want to be, you know, highly recognized and this and that, even though I've never really created a personal brand. It's not really been my thing. I don't really care about that. Um, but as you get older, you know, you, your legacy, you know, you get to the point where it's your kids, you know, I, I, I've worked most of my life and, you know, I, I really want to be able to create and mold and help to inspire and motivate and, and shape my kids. So that, that's really my legacy. But I think the way I will do it is through inspiration, you know, example leadership, um, and, and just empowering this, it's the same principles I use with people, right? But it's empowering them to really just follow their passion and 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 truly learn to love the path. Because everyone, including myself, even kids like they're all focused on, you know, where they can get and what they need and where they're at. And they just they just don't learn to live in the moment and enjoy the path. And so I'm hoping to really create that influence with them and have them be my legacy. Um, but I think that it's the same principles I want to, I want to leave for people around me. So. I love it. And for folks out there, if you want to follow and find George on Instagram, he's the daily mastermind on LinkedIn, George, Wright The third, we dropped those in the podcast notes and you can head on over to join the evolution.com for all things that George is doing. George, is there anywhere else you want folks to find you or anything you want them to, any projects you got going on? Uh, well, I always have a lot of projects, um, but, you know, I, I just came, you know, I wanted to spend time on your show to bring value. So, yeah, if you, I mean, look, I, I only take a couple of high-end CEO clients a, at a time. And so, I, I'm not really, you know, doing that type of stuff. Um, we have a, a great Mastermind Academy we're launching in October. I'm finally going to give access to all the contacts, connections, and things I have. But, you know, that, that's all stuff that's just on the dailymastermind.com website. I, I'm really more about giving value. And if there's anyone that has anything, I mean, feel free to reach out to me. I always, I, I do all the responses on my DMs, um, on the Daily Mastermind, Facebook, Instagram, any of that. So um, I'm accessible. Uh, I try to make time for that. It's hard sometimes because... Um, <laughs> Gets out of got control. a lot going on. It's out of control, but I will. It won't. It won't happen in real time, but it might yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, by a certain time. So yeah, I'd love to just give value. I love. I mean, I I really appreciate the opportunity to spend time with you guys. Um, both of you have uh, amazing content, amazing show. I like, and I really like the perspective, uh, especially Rob, as we talked um, last time. The perspective you share is more personal, more real, authentic, um, and, and I think people need more of that. They need less of the gurus that spit out all the truth, total success knowledge, but wouldn't you have loved to know the real story behind Napoleon Hill or, you know, mm, Clement totally. Stone or, yes. you know, Earl Nightingale. I mean, that, that stuff makes it more relatable. Mm -hmm. And I grew up on all the personal development, but I didn't have that. So I love what you guys are doing. Aww, oh, thank thanks, you, George. George. We'll have to get Susan on, on your show to oh, yeah. tell her story. Sure. She'll, she'll let it rip as well. Obviously, for folks <laughs> out there, if uh, wherever you're listening to this one, hit subscribe. Also, search The Daily Mastermind, hit subscribe to George's as well. And if you look into the archives, I'm on there. So if you haven't heard enough from me, <laughs> there's another more Rob. There's another more Good times. Of, of me. And then also, yeah, for any one-on-one -on -one leadership coaching, leadership development programs for corporate, conflict management, EQ, and more, head on over to EliteHighPerformance.com for all of that. Susan, 
What do you want to leave folks with today? I love this whole, you are not your mind. Your mind is a tool. Don't use it as such, right? Don't let the tool run you. This really speaks to the jugular of the mission that we're on here at the Leadership Launchpad Project, right? We really do believe that leadership starts with the self, but even more specifically with the mindset work that you do in that relationship you're in with yourself. So I'm just so grateful for George coming in today to really reinforce that message. We feel like this is what the world needs more than ever, especially in the leadership development space. So thank you, George. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I love that. And I just want to echo one thing George said, right? Is like, if you're experiencing the fear, the uncertainty, you know, you want to pull back from these projects or opportunities that you have because you're worried. It's a moment where you need to reevaluate the trust that you have in yourself. Mm-hmm. And even when I was, you know, playing polo, like when we lost big games, it made me train harder. <laughs> So then I could prevent that. And I think that this is part of it, right? Is like a lot of the investors out there, it's contrarian investing is huge, right? Is like when Uh the market's down and there's panic in the streets, that's the time to buy, right? And this is your moment to really dig into your mindset and take yourself to the next level because coming out of it, when everything turns around, you'll be ready to take advantage of all that opportunity and also the opportunities now. George, thank you so much for joining us. Everyone, head on over, subscribe to Daily Mastermind. You can check George out everywhere that social media is. Thank you so much, and we'll see you all next week. Bye, everyone.